Now, without further ado, it's time to check in once again with the spousal unit. It's time for... The Pith of Pop, the podcast edition with my beautiful wife, Jen. Thanks for joining us, Jen. Hello. How's it going? Great. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been a very long time. But uh, we're back, and uh, we've captured some time for ourselves again. So uh, what did you want to talk about today? Miraculously, we found time to watch shows other than Lost. Yeah, you know, there's actually other stuff out there. So, okay, uh, let's uh, talk a little bit about some of the TV we've been enjoying. What shows uh, have been on your mind? There's a show on the Travel Channel called Stranded with Cash Peters. Mm -hmm. There's a odd TV game show on the Discovery Channel called Cash Cab. Oh, yeah. Two and cash shows. There is a brand new um, show on the Food Network called Ham on the Street. Oh, okay. George Duran's show. Yes. All right. Well, let's start with that one. Uh, what do you, how, how do you like, uh, well, we love the Food Network. Yeah, I, think, I mean, it's it's on pretty much constantly. Right. It's either the uh, Food Network for you or news for me. But uh, So they have a new show with a guy named George Duran, and right. uh, it's called Ham on the Street. So uh, what's it about? It's a, about a guy. He's a chef, and he loves to freak people out. <laughs> um, he, he goes around. Um, he interviews people about food, and he goes to places, and he makes really off-the-wall dishes using kind of um, a theme, like... Um, one week it was all about making food in the microwave, mm -hmm. and another week it was all about making food on a campground. And you know, he really teaches you how to work with what you've got. Yeah, it's a, it's a pretty creative show, and I think you know the the basic construct of it though is that he interacts with just everyday people who um, otherwise wouldn't be on the Food Network. He has a very oddball sense of humor, mm -hmm. um, and and he really um, uses his humor to enlighten people about food, not just the viewers, but the people that he interacts with. Yeah, he kind of goes for um, breaking people's uh, preconceived notions about certain things. Right. And I, actually, the my favorite show, uh, my favorite episode of this show that I've seen so far is the microwave episode. Because, you know, I have long um, use a microwave only for popping popcorn and mm -hmm. I really kind of got a good idea of what to do and what not to do in a microwave um, and, and it's you know it's a really fun entertaining wa watch because he's really knowledgeable and he's really funny yeah, I mean it's kind of entertaining it's sort of like um, uh, Good Eats which is sort of it's a cooking show it's a food show but it's also personality driven so um, George Duran has a great personality he's very self-depreciating he really does well um, just you know improvising on the street and uh you know, when when he gets people to look at him and say, are you nuts? You know, I think that's really what he's going for. And he loves cooking, you know. The, the way he feels about food is really evident. You know, he really has a passion for it. All right. So, uh, Ham on the Street, a good show. And uh, so let's go to one of the two caches. Which one do you want to start with? I guess uh, Stranded. Stranded with Cash Peters. And uh, what's the basic you know, idea there? It's kind of like Ham on the Street, actually. He goes to a new place every week and interacts with the locals. The gimmick is that he's broke. They drop him off in the middle of a town anywhere in the world, and he's completely broke. He has nowhere to sleep. He has to scrounge food. Um, and, and he has to basically, you know, live off his wits 
for I, I guess twenty four hours. Yeah, I mean it's stranded, so supposedly he doesn't know where he is when they throw him out of the car or whatever. I, I I'm a little skeptical about that. Yeah, part. I have a little bit of a problem, you know, assuming that he doesn't know where he is. Right, but uh, you know they don't they don't belabor that too much. Eventually, he figures out, oh, I'm in Moscow or I'm in South Beach or you know wherever I am, and basically he sets about learning a little bit about where he's at, but also you know like you said, trying to get by without money and talking people into basically giving him stuff. He is is extremely charming he is funny as hell and that's really what helps him you know in his quest to find you know a bed or or some food he's he's british he, he, he's from um england and he has such a genteel humor about him and such a way that you think you know it, it's kind of funny because he gets a, away with a lot of things that uh, like an American or just some other poor schlub would not get away with. He, yeah, I mean, I keep thinking watching the show. I mean, he is an outsider, and he does in many ways kind of act uh, shocked or or you know kind of belittle the weirdness of some of these international locations. And yeah, if he was uh, an American doing the exact same thing, it'd be like it, the show would be watched the you know ugly Americans being morons in foreign places. But for some reason. All Although he will occasionally overstep his bounds or annoy somebody, it's more cheeky than than anything. It's it's really kind of that that cheeky Britishness that that I love, and he's he's um, you can tell that deep down he really appreciates all the difference differences in cultures and and he really loves talking to people. But I guess that's kind of his shtick is is to kind of you know all those wacky people in in the, in this weird place. Yeah, and I think cheeky is the is the best word to describe it. And he is walking that fine balance between um, being being you know really stereotypical about a place and yet really exploring and wanting to get to know it. He did a segment in Russia. Um, they they have this practice in in Russia where uh, they take the men go into like it's like a bathhouse, a sauna thing, and they and they beat each other with with branches, and they actually subject cash to this, and that's one of the funniest moments on the series. So yeah, well, far. he's half naked, he's being whipped with a twig, and he's shrieking like a little girl. <laughs> it's 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 great, and I keep hoping that uh, he comes here. I mean, I'm also cringing because you can think of all of the ridiculous yes. things he could say about. Hawaii, but on the other hand, it's that take that he has that's, that's very unique. So, you know, as travel shows go, it's it's a pretty good one. I love it. Um, it it's kind of on a break right now. Um, my TiVo isn't picking up any new episodes for a few weeks, but I read on his website that he is doing some more shows. Um, so I expect that he'll um, be on again in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so uh, hopefully more interesting destinations and cultures. Um, all right. So, and our last show also has cash in the title. Cash Cab. Mm-hmm. Game show. It's a game show, but it's a game show with a twist. Um, it takes place inside a New York City cab. <laughs> the The host is a cab driver. And when um, he picks up his fares, he reveals that he's going to ask them some questions. Yeah, it's a trivia show in a cab. And, you know, it's it's one of those uh, elevator pitches that, you know, must have gone really, really well, whoever came up with the idea. But the uh, execution of it actually is pretty entertaining. They get in the cab. Um, they have to answer questions all along their ride. Mm-hmm. Um, their whole ride, they ask answer questions. Um, they have three strikes, basically. You have um, 
you have you can miss up to three questions on your third strike you have to get out mm-hmm. and he actually does i mean if even if you if you're trying to get across town but you get three questions wrong he throws you out of the cab although of course you still got a free cab ride right but... you get a free cab ride but and along the way you make money you mm-hmm. c- you can win money um people have won up to like $1200 on this show and it's it's just the i think just the neatest twist on a game show that i've that i've ever seen mm-hmm. and there's actually two you also have two lifelines i guess oh right you can call somebody on the on a cell or you can shout out onto the street and that's actually kind of entertaining because this is new york right so they'll say okay okay i don't know the, i don't know the answer to that question about monet so let's pull over here and ask the next person who walks by and first the challenge is to get someone to right. stop because this is New York, and you kind of learn just to ignore random people shouting from cars. And then there's the unlikelihood that just that someone on the street would know the answer to the trivia question. Um, but uh, the questions aren't that that hard. I mean, it's fun for me to watch, and well, I'm not a trivia. They buff. start off fairly easy, and they increase in difficulty along the way. Um, I all, overall, to me, the questions, the difficulty level on the questions, it's like comparable to you know, on um, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, the Millionaire Show. It, it's kind of like the middle section of the questions are mm. about that hard. Right, nothing really, really obscure. Yeah, nothing really specific or obscure. So, I mean, uh, it's it's probably not quite enough for a real trivia hound, but on the other hand, again, it's the setup that's that's fantastic, especially when someone gets in the cab and he sets off all the lights and it looks like a game show set inside that van and they all just like, this is the weirdest thing that's happened to me so far. Yeah, the the contestants all... You know, they, they all express complete disbelief and shock, and most of them are really good sports about it, and, mm. and they go along with it. I imagine, you know, there's some people that don't want to do it, but everybody that that gets in the cab is really thrilled, and it's just, it's a very fast-paced, well-edited show, and it's yeah. very fun to watch. And it's a good mix of personalities, and... Um, the the last thing about the show, of course, is that if you get if you don't strike out three times and you get to your destination and you've earned a thousand bucks, your last opportunity there before you get out of the cab, he's holding the cash in front of you, but he says you have one last thing you can do: double or nothing. They right. give you a video quiz. But the funny thing quiz. is, not too many people pick that. No, no, and I I can't blame him really. I mean, I would I would certainly walk away with the money, especially if I had eleven hundred dollars. I mean, that's eleven hundred dollars you weren't expecting. But anyway. I think I think there is probably the only place where the show could get a little better, which is even after someone turns down the opportunity to do the double or nothing video challenge, that they let them take it to see if they could have gotten it or not. I mean that that and because I'm always curious what the what the video question is going to be. I've only watched one episode where somebody actually took the challenge, mm-hmm. and what was most surprising to me, two things: one, it really wasn't that difficult a question; it was about the Calgary Stampede, and two, the video really was irrelevant. It could have been, you know, the question could have been asked without the aid of a video. You know, it was just a cowboy on a horse. Yeah, it was, the video was just the guy on the horse. And the question was, you know, this happened in what capital city of, of, of Alberta? And you could have asked that question without the pictures. So. Right. Yeah, that was that was very odd. But uh, anyway, Cash Cab, a, a great show. Lots of fun. Definitely lots of fun. It plays several times a day on the Discovery Channel. All right. So uh, Cash Cab on the Discovery Channel, mm-hmm. Stranded with Cash Peters on the uh, Travel, Travel Channel. Channel, and finally on our favorite network, the Food Network, Ham on the Street. Wednesdays at 9. All right. Well... Um, we've, you know, again, we're finding there, there's other stuff out there, so hopefully uh, we'll have more TV to talk about soon. Thanks for joining us, Jen. My pleasure.